Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. Alrighty, here we go, folks. It is Tuesday, November 23rd. It is that time again. We are live on Tamas Island. We are live on Twitch TV slash Thomas Island. We got a lot to talk about, so let's just go into it, folks. I am your your host, as always, Ross W. Berman IV, the culture vulture, the folk city hustler, the disruptor. I'm your certified lover boy. I am the egg man. I'm whatever you need me to be this week. And uh, I am, as always, joined by... The, uh, we first we've got we've got John with us. John, how are you doing this fine Tuesday uh, evening where you are? I, I'm just trying to figure out like how you keep getting new titles, man. Like <laughs> they give those out of the DMV or like what? Egg, egg, look, we'll get into it, but Eggman was easy this week. So we'll, when, talk, talk to me when I come up with something real out of left field, and then then we'll figure it out. This right. this week I'm just yes anding the universe. Marie is with us as well. Marie Shadows, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> oh, I am. I am great. I'm loaded up with Red Bull, and I am. I'm ready to talk wrestling. And of course, it would not be Thomas Island if we did not have the one, the only Tama Tonga, Yo. all the way from Japan. Tama, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Oh, feeling good, man. Feeling a little, little stiff a little bit here and there. A little battle with uh, Zuki last night got me feeling a little stiff. How's I'm ready. I'm, 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 I'm ready to kick it here with y'all. Hell yeah. And yeah, you're not kidding. You you and your brother taking on Suzuki and Takamichinoku last night in, as we were saying before we went on the air, brutal, brutal match. Suzuki seems to bring that out of people, but also Taka's kind of bringing that out of people. Like, it seems like wherever Taka goes, a beating follows. Um, and so what has... <laughs> What uh, what what was the? Because now you know this was your first time back in the ring with Taka since he returned to to New Japan. What's the uh, what was what was the vibe like in in Tag League last night? Uh, you know I, they both been on vacation for a very long time, and they both came back with a little little pip in their step. So <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> Taka is is Taka's Taka man. Taka yeah. is one of them. He, he he's uh he can still move for somebody who's been in the game for that long, man. He can still go uh i expect the fight from him and uh man he's still uh, still 100 man same as suzuki suzuki went and got some extra energy from the american tour somewhere <laughs> somehow and came back and was ready to rock and roll that was brutal was, as hell like yeah i mean you got you guys already have a pretty serious like pretty brutal style but i mean 
he amped you up somehow. Like he he, he just brought violence. He out jumped of us from the gate. He took yeah, up well, with the son of a bitch. He jumped well, yeah, you. But... He jumped you in the gate. You guys were in the aisle <laughs> way. I like, like, the part, yeah. I like the part where like you you pretended to didn't like not see him coming. You know, like you let him. Got this like new he thing you now. Right, I got this new thing now. Where when they call my name, I stand up on top of a rope. He didn't let me stand on top of the rope. That son of a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, I was pissed off. He ain't let me do my whole entrance thing. Yeah, you could tell, man. He was like, uh, I don't know. I feared for his life for a minute there. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you made him pay for it. Uh, God, getting the win over Suzuki Gun this morning in uh, in World Tag League. Sorry to anyone who may have be maybe not trying to get spoiled, but hey, it's been like twelve hours. You've had time to you've had time to catch up. There was also plenty of other tag league action going on in New Japan, but. We got to deal with the elephant in the room. First of all, if we're going to be talking about wrestling this week, let's just get it out of the way. It seems to be a monthly or at least a quarterly thing at the moment. <laughs> more more releases, everybody. WWE uh, record profits each quarter, and uh, they are maintaining those record profits by cutting as many people as possible. It seems the most recent cut uh, was... The members of pretty much every member of Hit Row they hadn't already cut, so they'd cut B Fab in an earlier number of of cuts, and now the rest of Hit Row, uh, Swerve Scott, Top Dollar, all of them, all gone. Uh, let me here, let me pull up the list. It it's a it's a brutal uh, a brutal time in WWE. I mean, what does everyone kind of think of the? Uh, I'm kind of we were kind of talking this at the beginning. I'm kind of numb. To the fact that like WWE keeps releasing people, like I remember when they first started during the at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, oh, these poor people, they're getting released in the middle of a pandemic, and it was sorrow all over social media. With each round, not only do fans seem to get a little numb to it, the wrestlers are getting a little more like, hey, come on in, the water's fine, and now with this most recent, uh, uh round of cuts drake maverick formerly known as rockstar spud revealed that since his last release last year when wwe released him during the pandemic and then decided hey not only are we releasing you during the pandemic we're going to bring you back turn that into a storyline really just make as much money off of the fact that we released you as possible they released him again he apparently had been sitting on a video the whole time just whenever wwe was going to release him he had this video at the ready saying like what what are you, what are you gonna do release me again i'm gonna be fine i'm rockstar spud for hell for christ's sake so it really does seem that uh it does seem that uh uh, uh drake maverick and a lot of other guys kind of taking taking these releases on the chin uh what what i'll throw let's go around the horn john what'd you kind of think of the the releases and the the reaction to it this time around uh, first of all man it's weird when you only see how many i don't remember how many exactly names but it was like felt like maybe less than 10 this last round right or something yeah it was it was a handful i'm pulling and, up the releases go, right and now you go you go oh it's not that many but like that's only because before there was like 50 people at once yeah and and the but it's just wild like to call people up and then just go and eh, eh, never mind and you and and part of me feels like that's a little bit of fuckery going on with the contracts because if they're an nxt what is it like 30 day uh mm -hmm. non-compete if you go Some... to tv it's 90 days yeah, I mean, some of the, like Top Dollar, who was pretty much NXT up until he got brought up on uh, to SmackDown, has announced that he was a 90-day non-compete. It sounds like they may have jumped on some of those non-competes in the wake of the uh, Aleister Black, 
kerfuffle where he showed up on AEW within the same news cycle as getting released. So yeah, uh, I don't I don't know if they understand it doesn't make a difference. It only makes them look like idiots because you call someone up and then go, oh, that was a mistake. So all it does is it tells me you don't know what the hell you're doing when you call people up. Right. Because yep. you're telling me you're telling me a week ago they were good enough to go to TV, but but this week they're not good enough to keep. That's all you're telling me. Well, and I mean, some of them were booked for uh, were booked for Survivor Series before they were even released. I mean, I, I, I hate to keep going back to Hit Row, but this is the classic example of they were doing very well on NXT. They brought them up to SmackDown because they were doing so well on NXT. And they also they also filled some some very nice. Uh, they, they made the they made the presentation look a little bit better. They made it look a little bit more current. They made it feel a little bit more modern. And then they just immediately get ripped. First, BFAB gets released in a round of cuts. Everyone gets very confused by that. And apparently the rest of Hit Row uh, to follow. Uh, some of it, according to rumors, some of it's because uh, Top Dollar's uh, Twitter game might be too fire. Uh, he's he's one of those guys who can get... He, Put he him can, up! Put yeah, him up! Yeah, he can... He, it's true that he can get the man can get water from a stone if we're talking about heat. And so like All right, it so, then, does, so then so then put him in charge of at WWE. That's what I mean. Like I I would have everything about the way Top Dollar was handling himself, if for me as a carny, I would have said, you know yeah. what? This this kid, I know he's he's probably older yeah. than me, but like this guy definitely could have could have generated <laughs> yeah, kid. He's yeah. a former he's a former NFL player. He can rap. He's got he he's pretty damn good on the mic. Like there's a lot there's a lot you can Sounds do like with this guy. Night, man. Damn, exactly. man, you watch yourself. And you see, we're, 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 we're car- <laughs> you're right. You're right, Ross. We're carny folk. We see heat, you throw gasoline on it, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Uh but but WWE, like I, I was saying earlier about the corporate vibe and stuff and, and how they're more corporate. Maybe they are trying to be more conscious of putting water instead of gasoline on. But, but, but that's how we need to be doing right now. They don't know the climate, right? And, I mean, well, and look especially at Wendy's. look at Wendy's. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, they're yeah. they're always they're always spitting like fucking fire all over McDonald's and shit, and they're getting you know they sell a thousand more hamburgers. Yeah, no, I like I'm <laughs> I'm personally I'm with you. Like there are some there are some brands on Twitter that like I worry for. Like I think it was Steakums for a while was like Steakums. going through something. Um, but no, it it definitely the social media director is going through a divorce and just getting it just just expressing just, it through Twitter. I just remember a very like depressive streak on one of the corporate Twitter accounts, and it wasn't like the nihilist Arby's where you expect it. Um, but it it definitely it feels like with the kind of limbo that wwe is in creatively like i said a lot of these folks didn't know what they were doing one week from the other and then they get released it uh, i i just i feel like someone who was as consistently delivering as top dollar especially in the heat game could have been could have been put to some better use than than giving him to the competition so to speak marie i want to throw to you uh what what have you kind of been what what's your reaction to this latest round of of cuts? Because I I, I I you're you're even kind of smiling a little bit. Like this is a very kind of we're all numb to it now. We're all yeah. ready for just more more jailbreak videos. What's what's on your mind? <laughs> um. Well, in the beginning, I had a theory. I okay. had a theory as to why they were getting cut, and it was, um, you know, Vince being like, uh, if there's no creative for uh, the wrestlers in the beginning. So release them, right? It makes more, it makes sense. But I thought he was doing it to try to convince Tony Khan to spend all of his money to grab up everybody. 
Mm-hmm. But now that we are at like I don't know, maybe the hundreds. I don't know. I'm exaggerating here. Um, uh, as as of four days ago, wrong. it's at it's at 79 in 2021. 79. It's over 100. I think it's closer to like 120 if you factor in last uh, year's cuts. Um, but now that more people are getting released, it's like, I don't know what you guys are doing. Um, it makes no sense to release people who have really good game on Twitter because the end result is that you want fans to tune in and you want fans to buy the merchandise and you want fans to cheer these guys. So the closest thing you have is social media because people are on social media 24 seven. I'm Mm -hmm. on my phone 24 seven. So like, I see what happens. So I would be very interested to be like, I want to buy a shirt from like hit row because those guys like really know how to step up the social media game. And Mm -hmm. for you to like, just, you know, put, I guess, kick them to the curve or whatever is kind of wrong, but we all, we all getting numb from it. Um, I just think that um, WWE proves that you can't be bigger than them because like, I know exactly like how they feel. Since like I was already there, like I, I know exactly how they feel. Yeah, no, and that's because that you do bring up a very good point of it. Originally, they said these are you know maybe some folks that creative doesn't have anything for, but I mean, especially this last round of cuts, that's very not the case. And it, it's also putting them in weird positions, not only with merchandising, but like with their documentaries, because like WWE, no matter what you think of the, the WWE product, those documentaries are great. Like they know how to make a they know how to make a, a, a wrestling doc. But now so, that we're OK, go ahead. Uh, sorry, sorry, Ross. I, something pop up. I, I read some now. Um, the one that I was a surprise about was Hit Row, right? That's yes. Obviously, I thought that would, would have been an investment for the future. That I saw something weird that kind of brought brought me back to what we had talked about before. If anybody like ruffles any feathers or any any ripple in the, in the water, they were gonna get you know snipped. Yep. And I saw that Top Dollar. I read in the dirt sheets that Top Dollar had uh, was trying to stick up for BFAM and like yep. called in somewhere, called into like SmackDown or the office or somebody and was like, hey, you know, I think you guys made it, you know, a bad move by mm-hmm. uh, firing BFAB. And uh, that's admirable and all, you know, but I think they they took that like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah. No, you're, I, and I was about to get to that. It's like, yeah, it does feel like uh, Top Dollar stood up for BFAB. And so WWE went, well, if you guys really are a unit, go be a unit someplace else. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Because, like, yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> You have to remember, this is a company that doesn't like tag team wrestling because they see it as an extra investment. They're like, why am I paying four people when I can pay two people to have a match? And so when you, you start to get into factions that aren't Degeneration X or New Day or NWO, where they are, don't get me wrong, Hit Row is selling some t-shirts. They're not, they weren't the merchandising machine that a lot of their other factions are. Granted, they didn't get the time to become the merchandising machine that some of the other factions did. And so I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to, to kind of put their hat on that. But what I was bringing up about the, the WWE documentaries is they have a lot of documentaries in the can. I mean, there's a famous uh, super fan documentary about uh, WWE super fan Vladimir that people have been asking about for, oh, I think it's about a year now because it was made back when Giancarlo Tomo from uh, GCW was back over at WWE. But now they're running into the point where some of these documentaries that they've had in the can for so long feature interviews with talent that is not their talent anymore. And so it's also holding up the, the the prestige documentaries that WWE is is kind of making because now they're like, well, what do we do with all of this Adam Cole interview footage? He's a guy who's it sounds like he was always down to do a talking head 
down in like Orlando. You know, what are we going to do with all this Daniel Bryan footage? What are we going to do with all these these WWE superstars that aren't WWE superstars anymore? And and it's not like they've they've been gone long enough where you can just be like, oh yeah, look, we brought the Godfather back to to talk about his time in uh, in BSK or whatever. Like, no, these are very recent releases. You're just kind of giving advertising to AEW if you put them on, and so it is. It is kind of, uh, it's it's messing with things. A shout out to Lenny Banner in the chat, bringing up WWE 2K22. They just, <laughs> they, they just announced the largest roster of legends ever, and now it makes a lot more sense because the developers are sitting there going, you know, finishing up the hair on one guy, and then he's been released the next day. Uh, it, and, and, that's, and that's a big thing. That's going to get them in trouble with that relationship. The other problem I realized is Peacock. And yep. there are other partners that do WWE Network, whatever, overseas. They paid for a certain amount of content available, not mm-hmm. just a back catalog, but I'm sure somewhere in that agreement, whether it's spoken or unspoken or written or unwritten, there's got to be something there that says X amount of documentaries and ancillary content and all this. Mm-hmm. And Comcast is only going to put up with that for so long. Yeah. Granted, 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 Peacock kind of sucks because, you know, the, you know, it's a, when you're watching a pay-per-view, it pauses every eight seconds. But that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. Um, these these partners are expecting content. Right? Yes. And the networks show the documentaries in their offseason for sports, make a big deal about it. Like, hey, here's WrestleMania 24 hour, you know, the 24 hour thing, not WrestleMania 24. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get, I get WWE 24. Yeah. WWE 24 for like WrestleMania. Oh, yep. but uh we can't show you last year's because it's got a guy in it who's really pissed off at us and we don't want to send people to his Twitter where he's spilling all the tea. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's bad. Like, you know, and that's going to get them in trouble with those relationships, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, yeah, it, it really does. It does. It makes it hard to like, it makes it hard. You can always invest in WWE. WWE is going to be there. You can invest in it as a stock, but like, it's hard to invest in the, the product right now because there's just not i don't know it's been pretty stable by the way through all this and i don't know i don't know if and i but of course it has this is the kind of move you this is the kind of move you make to to make the stock price happier than the the rest of the the in fact crowd it's it's gone up since 2020 but that's probably because of the return to live shows yep part the return to live shows part the budget cuts and part the fact that i mean they made it through uh, like that, that is the kind of thing investors love. And while, while we are wrestling fans sitting here bemoaning the firings, if you're WWE, you, you're legally obligated to provide, uh, for your shareholders. And so that's, that's what they're doing right now. It's just, I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to, to hang their hat on being WWE. If they're going to, if, if they keep going for the shareholders over the audience, it doesn't feel like the audience is buying the stock right now. Let's and, put it that way. And, it and, feels and, like there's a group that's buying the stock. There's a group that's watching the, the product and the two don't seem to meet in the middle at any point. And, and it doesn't make me feel good as a shareholder when you have to cut weight to on your roster to keep my price high. Or, mm-hmm. or or even stable, yep. because I know that that's that's robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're taking a little bit of of something, and you're like, listen, we can keep this going for another month. All we got to do is put a little more fucking tape on it. All we got to do is put a little more fucking yep. tape on it, and eventually, man, you run out of tape. Yep. Um, but yeah, here's that here's that list again. As I was as I had promised it. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So most recent round of releases, Isaiah Swerp's got Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis from Hit Row. Jackson Riker, Shane Thorne. So the Mighty Don't Kneel are now officially all free agents. Mikey Nichols, uh, Jonah, actually no, both... In fact, Shane Thorne, the only Mighty Don't Kneel member, not currently in New Japan, so there could be could be something there. Tegan Knox, uh, Drake Maverick, and John Morrison, which is a, just a wild Man. one. His his Miz tag is gonna be pissed when he gets back from Dancing with the Stars. Thank you. The <laughs> like man he probably, doesn't, he probably doesn't even know yet. You know, he's in lockdown and Dancing with the Stars. You know, kept in uh, kept in uh, uh, sequestered in his hotel, right? Well, that that makeup takes a very long time. I mean, have you seen the outfits that Miz has been in? He's pretty much been either in the makeup chair or uh, dancing. He doesn't have a lot of time for anything else. Um, but of, yeah. Th- Oh, sorry. So Speaking of people being told, like while they're doing other shows, did you? There was a video on G Four. They were coming yeah. back to attack of the show, and it's the you know quiet where everybody's mm-hmm. they're just doing like peas and carrots, just BSing to each other. So it looks like they're doing something. And you mm-hmm. see, you see Woods like get up and walk out, and he's like, "Oh, just a second, I got a call." That was him like reading the email because apparently they weren't notified individually this time. Like they got like a mass email, and they all had the like a cut list, like in the old days, like when you're at the mm-hmm. high school and. Yeah. Well, now, to be fair, some folks didn't know through the email. Some folks learned because their travel was canceled earlier in the day. <laughs> oh, and so they on. called. No, I'm not kidding. There are some folks that when they get released, they find out because they found out the travel got canceled. And so they have to call the okay. office, to figure yeah, out what's yeah. going on. Okay. So, I've, been, I've, been, I've been fired almost that way, too. So I get it. You know, yep. uh, that that fucking sucks. <laughs> but but oh, that's cold. Cold, uh, man. But, but either show way, like, airport. what if you show at the airport early? That, right <laughs> exactly i'd say i'd say i'd say like fuck it then i'm going to vegas or whatever like i would just get on a right? different flight i'd say fuck it i'm getting drunk oh my god i'm going I'm, I'm, I'm going to you know i'm going to fiji and i'm just going to hide on the beach you um, gotta go you gotta go live your best life yeah. Yeah. no but I, I i didn't i didn't mean to steamroll what was obviously a very important moment g4 uh Xavier Woods, he's he's just kind of they've just relaunched G4, the gaming network that used yeah. to be on uh, cable. I guess now it's on Twitch. Are they they're they back on cable? Cable no, or are they on? It, it, okay, so in, it's only, I think only maybe in in other countries or something. Or gotcha, or gotcha. But, but either way, like they're not going to show only reruns of Cops anymore. Apparently, they're yeah. just yep so g4 is back but while xavier woods is helping g4 relaunch he did have to learn on he had to learn on the air like i said like john said you see him leave during the silent period he then comes back during uh when like the sound is is brought back on just drops a very kind of sly comment about his work being on fire they make fun of him for being a fireman it's a very it's a it's a funny moment but it is it's just it's you can kind of see it in wood's face it's a brutal He's not being Xavier way. Woods at that point or Austin yeah. Creed. He's being no. real name redacted. Uh, yep. And and that's just like, holy shit. And you're like, this is, you actually, you know, you never see it affect, you see it kind of affect people. They're on Twitter and go, oh, my friends, I feel bad for my friends. And 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 I'm sure that's heartfelt. But when you see it happen in such a way that the dude's like, oh shit. Like, and you see the look on his face and you see his face drop and he looks scared. Yeah. Uh, not to say I don't know. I don't want to make him sound like he's weak or anything, but, but I'm sure he's a nice guy, you know, and he's worried for mm-hmm. his friends and it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. You know, yeah. I'm going to say it. I don't have to bring the tone down of the awesome podcast no, no. here. <laughs> it's, it's worth uh, bringing up because it, it really, you, the, the reaction to this latest round of releases has been the most cynical. I think like it's bit like you see 
John Cena sharing Drake Maverick's video being like, man, this guy can do anything. Because apparently even John Cena's going like, the fuck are you guys doing? I'm going to share this dude's video. because you got rid him of- to become his Kevin Hart, like how The Rock has Kevin Hart. Yep. Rockstar no, exa- Spud should be John Cena's little buddy. But then, like, they all, <laughs> but they also had, like, they had Jeff Hardy coming in uh, on an interview recently. And Jeff Hardy has actually, he's been pretty optimistic about this run in WWE. It sounds like he's clean. He's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He has his old entrance music back, uh, No More Words, which was one of the things that, that WWE had to give him to re-sign him. And so someone asked him about a, re- a potential reunion with his brother, Matt Hardy. And his answer is just like a very sort of, well, things happen. People get released. I wouldn't count it out at the moment. Like he even he's like, as I look, WWE resigned me, but my, my deal's up in 2022. I'm not going to pretend to know what's going to happen. Maybe I will be in AEW. Maybe WWE will keep me around. Who the hell knows? And this is from Jeff Hardy. Like that That's that feels good, yeah. like a name you would you'd be able to keep around, especially especially with the amount that WWE has done for that dude. And the Hardys are smart to hedge their bet by one being in AEW and another being WWE. Because if something happens in AEW, he can always like use his brother to come back and same yep. vice versa. He can always so fucking smart. Exactly. Fucking no, it's smart. it's it's brilliant, but it, there was a bluntness to the answer that like I don't know. I'm not used to I'm not even used to Jeff Hardy being that blunt about things. Like it's just it's very it feels like and he and feels he's like looking the, healthy too. I mean, he's yeah. looking good. So that's what that's what I mean is like if he's gotten this kind of head on his shoulders with WWE and he's still like, I, I don't know if they're going to keep me around. Then like, yeah. I, I don't. I, I it feels like the list of people that that you would have thought of as unreleasable gets smaller and smaller uh, every day. It's like right now it's it's like Rey Mysterio, Roman Reigns, and I don't know that. I, Maybe Vince, but I don't. I don't even know about Vince at this point. We'll find out. But do you think um, if they say to Ray, we can keep you or Dominic? Who's it going to be? Do you think Ray would be like, oh, I'll stay, or do you think he'll take the bullet for Dominic? Um, the the the, the part of me that sees Ray as, as a father says he's going to let Dominic take it over. The part of me that sees Ray as a luchador says Ray's going to be like, sorry, <laughs> kid. Um, we have a match like loser leaves town, father versus yeah, son. Exactly. Yeah, like that's a that's a very lucha. That that feels very oh, lucha yeah. to have that kind of. It's all about the pride. The Rey, they both wear the Rey Mysterio mask. That way, whoever yep. wins is Rey Mysterio, no matter who it is. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, it it it's getting weird in WWE, and not just with the releases. We now are. <laughs> 48 hours removed from Survivor Series, a Survivor Series that I should mention. WWE said it's going to be the 25th anniversary of The Rock. We're going to do a 25-man battle royal in the name of The Rock. Now, The Rock, we we don't think The Rock's going to be here. We have not advertised The Rock, but we are advertising the 25th anniversary of The Rock. We have they, a Rock battle royal. They did all the that you would do if you were bringing in The Rock. We have, we have wrestlers dressed like The Rock all week, like Matt Riddle was dressed like The Rock, Rhea Ripley was... <laughs> They it was rock week in WWE. And then come Sunday, they hold a four hour show in in honor of The Rock, headlined by one of The Rock's cousins beating Big E. No rock. No rock at all. I guess you could say, man, that 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 pay-per-view really went down the Dwayne. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) Let me let me hang a lampshade on this. Down the Dwayne. Let me hang a lampshade on this. Let me hang a lampshade on this real quick. When when Ken when Ken Shamrock got inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame in 2020, he called up The Rock and said, "Hey, can you send us a video?" And The Rock said, "Yeah, sure, absolutely," and sent Impact a video for the the Hall of Fame in 2020. 
for WWE, <laughs> he sent him an egg. Well, he sent did. him a, a golden egg from a movie he's in with Ryan Reynolds. They oh. did fire his little cousin. <laughs> they so. did. Yeah. They did fire it. But it, it, I, even if they fired Nia Jax, which I, un, is, is very unfortunate, it's still, it's still like WWE used to hold their, be able to be like, look, you may not like the current guys, but we can pretty much get Austin at the drop of a hat. We can yeah, pretty yeah. much get Undertaker at the drop of a hat. Like, hell, The Rock had been showing up pre-pandemic, but now they can't They can't even get The Rock. And so they got Vince McMahon <laughs> running around with like, look, The Rock held this thing I'm holding. So like, this kind of counts, right, guys? Like, it's there's something real hilariously sad about that. Like, I'm going to throw it to Marie. Am I wrong? Like, there's just... No. Just a weird, weird Survivor no, Series. Uh, you are 100% right. Um, you know, I really wasn't paying attention throughout the whole entire Survivor Series. So I did kind of find it funny that they were like, oh, you know, The Rock is going to show up because of the egg. But then, like, I go and make a joke saying that uh, Vince watched, like, Willy Wonka to, like, mm-hmm. have the egg. So <laughs> I made that joke. <laughs> um, but, like, I was one of those people that kind of believed that maybe The Rock would show up. And that's only because for the first time ever, since I really don't acknowledge Roman Reigns, that main event was actually good. There was mm-hmm. something different about that about that main event. And I was like, why am I liking this? I should not be liking this because Roman is in there. But it was a good one. <laughs> and because of the way that it went down, I was like, all right, the camera never really does this. We still got some time left. Where's The Rock? The Rock is not <laughs> here. Okay, this is so weird. So it ends without The Rock being there, even though it was like, you know, televised of like, hey, it's 25 years. Congratulations, Rock. But yep. um, I was not one of those people that went on Twitter to like complain to WWE that he wasn't <laughs> there. I was just like, oh, all right. So this might be the first time in history that WWE does not do what they say. Well, but it wasn't advertised. And yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. It's like <laughs> they, they did not, to their credit, they never said The Rock was going to be there. But they do have this history of being like, oh, we we like to have a surprise on our hands, and yeah. so like we're not gonna. It's like it's like how everyone's expecting Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the next Spider Man. Like we they they haven't confirmed it, and none of the trailers show them. But there is like this little fledgling part of us that's like, no, yeah, I think I think they're gonna be there, and not to spoil anything, it it sounds like it, it sounds like they're gonna be. I mean, it, it, it we're at the point now where spoilers would have been like, oh yeah, yeah. they're not in it, um, and so like. I, I don't, I don't know. It fe- it feels like WWE kind of shot themselves in the foot with this one, especially when you then consider that if you didn't, if you saw Survivor Series, and you're like, where the hell's The Rock? They continued the egg story the next night on Monday Night Raw, as if to suggest maybe, <laughs> maybe Vince having this egg and then the egg being stolen. Maybe, maybe it was The Rock guys, that took guys, it. Guys, tomorrow, uh, was Rock's going to be really mad. Uh, he's really <laughs> mad that uh, that this egg is missing. We better resolve this tomorrow on Raw. <laughs> yeah, right? and so they string you in. Yeah. They spend a good like two hours being like, "Where's the egg? I'm looking for the egg. I can't find my egg." And then it turns out it was stolen not by the Rock, mm-hmm. not by Roman Reigns, not mm-hmm. by not by any champion in WWE. It was stolen by Austin Theory. Who, while, don't get me wrong, I think Austin Theory, he's got a lot of potential. He's a young upstart, and yet there's a lot you can do with him. Not really, I feel like, served by the fact that, no, it, this wasn't, 
it didn't feel like the spot for him. Is that makes sense? Like it doesn't feel yeah. he, he was the last person people expected. And then when he was revealed, <laughs> when it was revealed, it kind of became this. Oh yeah, no, I guess he he's well, a thing. Yeah. Also, his motive makes no sense because like, oh, there was security. Like I I wanted to take a selfie with the egg. Fine. Yep. But I didn't take it in your office because there's security around. But motherfucker, you were inside the office already. <laughs> inside, you could have taken the selfie, put it back, never got caught. Then he's yeah. like, well, and then I had to like find a place to do it because you know there's people everywhere. And so I took it home, like I took it back to my hotel, and then I left it in my hotel. And it's like the none of this tracks, dude. If like. It, well, it it was such a mess. It was like they wrote it three minutes before. Yeah, that, that sounds like a three minute thing beforehand. Here's here's my theory. My tinfoil hat theory is that yes, there was some some last minute tweaking done to the story. I think, I think we are now at the point where WWE knows they can't count on getting The Rock, and I wouldn't be surprised that they can't necessarily count on getting Stone Cold Steve Austin every week, and so now. They're saying, look, what's the most famous WWE uh, feud in history? Austin versus McMahon. Mm-hmm. If we can't have Not Steve Austin, door. if we can't have Steve Austin versus McMahon, what about Austin Theory versus McMahon? What's oh, no. old is new again. What's and we can we can oh, we God. can give we can give oh. the the Man. Austin McMahon rivalry like to Austin Theory now. <laughs> I, I like what you took that. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to this explain. new level of shit. <laughs> yes. No, I'm not, I'm not sitting here making a good faith argument, but it just it makes no sense. And so I'm sitting here trying to figure out why Austin Theory. And it's like, well, it's Austin McMahon. You, you're finally Damn, getting it. Do, do, do you do yoga? <laughs> no. So you can stretch like that? <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good stretch. Like, it really is. I wasn't thinking that. Um, Vince, I was Vince is too that old for chose... Austin anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that they chose Theory because they keep cutting people. So, who else do you have? Nobody yeah. wants to see Drew. Nobody wants to see anyone else who had it. So, yep. you know, they keep cutting people. So, why not? I was, no, just, I... I was just hoping that the egg was misplaced. You know, <laughs> like, you know, just like, uh... Uh, like some random janitor has it. Like, I just didn't like it was anything better than that, man. I it was like it was the worst resolution. It made no sense. And uh, I don't know. It's weird. It, yeah. I, 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 it just sounds like a whole lot of ass kissing from WWE to to the right. Like that's, that's <laughs> well, what it seems like. Well, also, also, but also it was a way to use him without paying him. Mm-hmm. Well, well, but here and here's one thing I will bring up. It is sounding like uh, that what they did not pay for the egg. They were paid to have the egg because, like I yeah. said, the egg is a is an official prop from the Netflix original film Red Notice, starring The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and I believe Gal Gadot. And so I guess so, there's no there's no non compete with Peacock, I guess. Yeah, and from what I understand, it sounds like they got one 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 report said it was in the seven figures to have that egg on TV. And so, if you're trying to do the math right now, seven figures is about in the millions. Um, and so there <laughs> is, you, right, so, so like if, if I'm getting over a million dollars and all I have to do is just right. pre- is pretend you're to right. care right. about an egg for like 24 hours. You're right. Why not? Why not? Get, give me that egg, baby. I'm going to, I'm going to carry that thing around all day. And having, <laughs> and having worked in like a studio setting before, I feel like what literally happened was they took the fucking new guy, not even a writer, 
Mm-hmm. Like literally somebody whose job it is to set up like, you know, the donuts in the writing room. And they were like, nobody else wants to fucking do this. Can you just do me a favor? And just write a bit with this damn egg. You know, <laughs> use Vince, use whoever the hell you want. But I swear to God, the only talent you can use is Austin Theory. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and that That's was it. <laughs> that was it. You know, that shit happens all the time. Nobody wants to yep. do it. They pick the guy who really doesn't like it's not his job, but he's like, yeah, yeah. sure. Do, 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 do. Wrote it on his phone. It was like, here, here's a bit. And oh my God. That's exactly what it felt like. It just, mm-hmm. it was like seven figures is, but by the way, probably about what it costs to normally advertise during a pay-per-view anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm just making sure all of the, the details are out there behind this egg. Cause for, yeah, for over a million dollars, I'd carry around an egg. I would, I would stand there applauding the egg while Vince McMahon holds it up in one of the weirdest scenes I have ever seen in WWE history. Just a limo pulls up bunch of people standing around the limo which i should mention everyone thinks the rock is showing up so there was this brief period where like oh the rock is here in a limo and everyone's waiting for him and the door opens up and it's vince with an egg and he's not really saying much he just kind of holds up the egg and everyone's like oh yeah the egg he's got the egg my my creative my creative integrity cannot be bought for less than seven figures there you go that's that's i would ruin my reputation for seven figures absolutely that's the Hollywood mentality right there. Oh, yeah. um, but the egg, uh, the egg, not the only news coming out of this uh, most recent uh, bit of WWE weekend that we just had. Uh, not not as fun news, but still something we, sh- we should address. Seth Rollins attacked by a fan uh, last night at Monday Night Raw. As uh, the details have come out, it looks like the fan was catfished by a fake Seth Rollins online. Uh, was scammed out of a considerable amount of money by this fake Seth Rollins and tried to take it out on the real Seth Rollins. Uh, just a weird, weird scene all around. Shout out to the uh, security and the WWE producers that kind of extricated the guy from the situation. Because Seth Rollins did not, he did not go old school. He just kind of got the guy in a headlock and controlled him instead of like teaching him a lesson, so to speak. He, he, he did the right um, thing. Like, yeah. I know that, and, 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 and somebody went out, it was a fucking, uh, Travo, right? Like mm-hmm. went out and said he was weak. Like, Oh, do you remember when wrestlers used to be stronger yeah. than fans? And it's like, motherfucker, like the dude is not trying to get sued. Like, even no. though it could be self-defense, whatever, you have no idea what happens in court later. Sometimes they just want to set, they'll settle out of court. Even, you know, what, you know, if the guy gets hurt, he could be mentally disabled. He could have schizophrenia or something. He could have any reason why he did that. And now, you know, you've pummeled a guy half to death. And for all you know, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like like in this situation, it's not kind of not the guy's fault. He's obviously travel comes from old school. I'll yeah. give him that. No, and this comes from a, his line of like family is like like 80, 80 years. Sure. Generations tum- in this tum- game. And we got a word for that outdated. No, but here's that's what I'm saying where he comes from, you know. I know, I know. I I kind of see Thomas' side to it, especially with the way El Paso was when Chavo's family was coming up. Like you had to be able to defend, like not not just defend yourself, but defend yourself with a capital D. Um, But it and 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 Chavo still still was in that in that generation. I I, coming in from like the the 90s. It was still like that in the Mm -hmm. territories. Oh man, go 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 find the house footage from like the late late WWF period where it's like Earl Hebner and Triple H and Stone Cold just beating the hell out of a fan who decided to get a little too rowdy. <laughs> yeah. um, but I get where John's coming from. You know, this day and age, can't. You no. gotta like, you gotta be above above it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and 
definitely makes sense. You don't know what the kid, I mean, these these fans are going through these days or what what's what their yeah. you know situations are. I mean, you, but the guy, us the guy, as performers are above the yeah. We are above now. We're yeah. at a class above. We can't we can't <laughs> stoop down. Yeah, now, I mean, you never you never know too. I mean, the guy could have, like I said, if he has a disability or something. You also don't know. You know, if you hit him in the head and, and he dies and, and now you've got yep. like a wrongful death suit. I mean, it's wild what happens mm. now. There, it's, there's not a lot of, you know, it's not even a nowadays thing. It's it's but it's it's you know, it's it's one of those deals where especially in a corporate setting, you know, you never know. So, well, I'll, I'll if, th- if it was like a little guy saying like one of these newer generation wrestlers has said something like that, I I would have had Chavo, you get it. Yeah, yeah. Chavo, I get. And like, and if we're gonna throw to one of like the main, the the one of the main, I don't know, how do I put this? One of the he's he's one of the the kind of professor emeritus when it comes to defending yourself uh, against fans in the crowd. Jim Cornette uh, is a good example of this. The reason he's not allowed to go into Canada or really just go anywhere internationally is because of defending himself against fans in in Memphis or down south and then those fans file a lawsuit and all of a sudden you got an assault conviction and some countries don't like that. So it does it does hamper your ability to travel internationally. Uh, I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm like if if the fan throws a fist, oh, make it as real as possible for them. But in this case, I think Seth Rollins made the right call. I think I think he found you know, in between. He found, he found exactly, and that's why I also I also give a shout out to the producers and the security guys who did, they extricated the fan without turning it into, like I said, the the Stone Cold Triple H. I want to see the whole like I want to see the whole catfish thing, man. I'm oh, it's out there. It's, it's, it's on Twitter. It's, it's, it's on Twitter. I I I do kind of feel bad for the guy because it, it, it look. I it's not the scam I would have fallen for, but if I was if I was scammed like that, I'd be pretty pissed off. Uh, not not to the point where I'm gonna you know running tackle a dude even even on TV or off TV. But uh, and, it, and and this is also something by the way that WWE has been dealing with because Alexa Bliss has mm-hmm. a stalker mm-hmm. who thinks yeah. that she, uh, that she was flirting with them and then asked to borrow money and the person had sent money. Whatever happened. And it got bad and it's still bad. I don't even think they know who the real person is or anything mm-hmm. yet. And so there's somebody out there floating around with an Alexa Bliss beef who's obviously, you know, got issues to mm-hmm. deal with. So this is this is kind of an ongoing problem. I think it has to obviously has to do with their level of celebrity. Yep. You know. And the fact that they, you know, that it's it's not a wrestling fan issue. It's it's a fan issue of like any media. There's a point where you get you get people that are obsessed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it becomes their life. And and it because they become easily influenced by, you know, anything, right? So it's kind of one of those things. Yep. No, it's it's that it's that bad confluence because you got you got fans that you know they want they want to believe that Seth Rollins is going to DM you and be like, hey man, how's it going? Can you send me some money? I need to go visit Becky. But then there's also there's <laughs> oh, just shit. no that's 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 a direct that's a direct quote oh, from one of the no, one listen, of the cat people. I get it. Like as somebody who has to buy diapers all the time, this shit's expensive. Even if yep. you're getting paid, you know, yep. seven figures a year on your contract, you know, I get it. You know, you got to mm-hmm. hustle people for diaper money. Mm-hmm. Like that. No, but like hell, I mean, I, I that's, that's why I had to, I had to, you know, set that message request thing on, on Twitter is because people yeah. see you're a journalist and they're like, Hey, I'm actually this guy. And they're not, it's just some dude trying to be, you know, trying to, trying to feel big in the social media age. And that's, that's what this happened here. Some dude was like, Oh, I can pretend to be Seth Rollins. And he got the actual Seth Rollins almost hurt. So don't do that folks. Don't, don't pretend to be people just be yourself. All right. Just, just be yourself. <laughs> 
is all that you can be, as I believe Audio Slave said. Until the metaverse comes along, and then you guys can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. (laughs) Then it can jump jump people and not have to worry about getting killed. Exactly. Once once we're in the metaverse, there are no rules. It's like international water. But we have to get there first, folks, and we're not going to get there if people keep (laughs) pretending to be Seth Rollins on Facebook or whatever. Um, I got before we move on to this topic, Tama, have you ever had to uh, defend yourself against a a bogey, as we call him in the biz? You know, somebody from the outside? Uh, no. You know, luckily, besides besides Enzo and Cass, and you know, I was was going to say, with with how long you were in Puerto Rico, that's a miracle. Well, you know what? Uh, I can't. By the time I went to Puerto Rico, now Puerto Rico is known for being like one of the most violent uh, territories out in the back in the day. But by the time I had gone there. It was, they were smart enough. Um, there were some areas that, you know, I just, I never, I never created enough heat to like, <laughs> gotcha. to like for people to want to stab me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so and now, uh, and now you're in Japan where like them fighting you in the crowd is them just, they're just not applauding for you. That's like, they know, the, yeah. that's the rudest they get, right? <laughs> they're just like, oh. they fold their arms when you come out and like, that's how yeah. they, that's how they get. Like, but, but he, you, but even then, in the in the no in the in the the clap no clap era, folding your arms is as good as a boo, and so yeah, it's still that's, that's still like, <laughs> like I don't know, man. I got harassed by the crowd today, man. They just they didn't smile when I came out. It was wild. Oh, no, they folded arms all over them. Just stood, stood uh, oh, sat yeah. there like this. That's that nuclear heat, man. That's that nuclear heat. <laughs> I walked by them as they were. Oh. Oh, I don't know how you put up with it, dude. <laughs> well, because not not everyone's crossing their arms. I think I don't remember. It was like a uh, like maybe a week ago. Someone had like a full blown type printed the good bad guy Tomatonga yeah. sign that I said like there were like, masks. Uh, there were masks during the uh, the t- and the tag team. Yep, uh, two people in the ma- they have good masks uh-huh. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had helmets. No, you it's slowly opening up things they're, they're getting they're getting the fans are getting a little wild again hell yeah <laughs> they're, pr- they're printing out time time you know yeah. they're getting they're getting out of I was gonna say because this this was like this was a professional FedEx Kinko's job. Like this, it looked like a it, it looked like a it, it kind of looked like the same material as like those lawn signs. Like they shit. yeah like somewhere they went that shit out. Yep, you got some you got some fans, man. But yeah, it's and since we're moving on and talking about rowdy fans in Japan, it's about time they get a little wild because we now know what's going on January eighth. This January 8th, the third night of Wrestle Kingdom, it had been a bit of a mystery. We'd heard, oh, Okada and Shingo are going to face on January 4th. Osprey's going to get the winner on January 5th. But everyone had been very quiet about January 8th in Yokohama. And now we know what's going to happen. It's going to be New Japan. It's going to be Pro Wrestling Noah. It is going to be a clash of the, the two top wrestling promotions in, New, in uh, the, the Isle of Japan right now. I got to throw to you, Tama, first, because, I mean, it it was a surprise to everyone uh, that, uh, you know, as we start seeing New Japan retweeting Pro Pro Wrestling Noah on Twitter during the press conference, you got like the Abima Noah introduction on the New Japan YouTube. What was it? What was it like? What was kind of the atmosphere as this announcement was kind of being made? Uh, I I guess it was a little bit of a surprise to us, too, but... um especially as foreigners who mm-hmm. don't really know a lot going on with the Japanese side. And so we're like, uh, informed. Yeah. But, but the, 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 the Japanese boys, they're, they're intrigued. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say they're, they're down to throw up a little, um, I think they, they see the situation with the, with the wrestling world here and in Japan. I mean, Japan all overall, yep. but 
Um, yeah, I, I think there. This is something. Uh, if you watch the press conference, that o- Okada doesn't. It's it's whatever with him. You know, he looks <laughs> down on them and uh, uh, thinks of them as a lesser class. And uh, <laughs> and Tana, Tana, you know, Tana's always Tana's pride of he his pride of New Japan and mm-hmm. him carrying it forward to to uh, battle Noah is always going to, he's always going to put new Japan on the shoulders and uh, mm-hmm. Shingo. I, I don't, you know, Shingo, I don't know what his, his thoughts. He's, he's got enough history with guys like Nakajima that he's like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, give it to me. Cause like, that was the, the fun kind of the like atmosphere of the, the press conference was like, You've got no. You've got the Noah guys very much. Be, like Nakajima was like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna show up. We're gonna bring war to New Japan. This is good. it. Shouldn't just be exhibition. Like we are. We're gonna prove that we're the best. Then you had like Okada being like, I don't really watch Noah. I don't know who their champion is. They're the amateur league. <laughs> then you've got like then you've got like Keiji Muto showing up and being like, I like New Japan. They're great. I don't. I'm. I refuse to say any bad things about New Japan. And so it. it there is this kind of. It's it, it, it's some people are ready for war. Some people are ready for competition. Takashi Sugiura and Hiroki Goto have already gotten on Twitter and been like, "We've already done it before. Please don't, please don't make us fight again." Uh, it it seems like it's lit. It's lit some people uh, on fire. Uh, President Obari bringing up the fact that uh, they're using this much like the way they used all together the all together shows after Fukushima, much like the way that uh, pro wrestling in Japan in general took off after World War II when Japan was rebuilding. This is going to be the first of many events that are are designed for pro wrestling in Japan to to help them rebuild now that COVID is getting towards the rearview mirror for Japan. They're, the state of emergency is over. They feel like they've beaten the this the the covid pandemic a little bit and they're going to celebrate with a series of dream events the first of which coming on january 8th marie what do you kind of think of this uh this noah new japan news as we we are headed towards january 8th well i love it um just because uh i love both brands Mm -hmm. uh before i got into like new japan uh noah was actually the first uh like japan company i watched and that was mm-hmm. uh thanks to like kenta and then when noah had the partnership with ring of honor like kenta would be wrestling over ring of honor so i'll catch his matches live and i'll catch uh morishima's matches live over there too as well so like noah was like my first introduction for that for all japan and then like new japan and then you know trying to keep up with it not to uh, not so much and then finally coming back into like mm-hmm. watching new japan but um this is great on like all sides because everyone gets a chance to show off whether they want to go to war or they want a competition and then like everyone involved just makes really good story and you never know what could um continue from this too you know there could be more down the line where we can um sort of like collaborate and then mm-hmm. on the flip side everyone makes more money so mm-hmm. that, that's always a plus I I am glad you kind of brought up the history of of Noah and Ring of Honor because there is this there is this kind of generational vibe between Noah and New Japan having this fight now because like Noah and Ring of Honor were the original Forbidden Door. Let's be real about it. Like there was a time in like the mid two thousands where independent fans didn't believe that you could bring a Kobashi over to America. They didn't believe you could bring a Misawa, especially at that Ring of Honor level. And so when Ring of Honor started bringing in all of these pro wrestling Noah guys, that's what lights the fire under guys like MLW to bring in Kojima and to bring in Shinya Hashimoto. And like, there's all of these uh, 
it it does kind of get the ball rolling and now you've got new japan being the the forbidden door uh, in 2021 whether it's with impact whether it's with AEW whether it's the the full blown open door policy that MLW has just announced with their with the free agents and and otherwise it is this it 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 does add that kind of that fire to it i think that is going to that is going to kind of I don't know how there is there. It, it's what George Lucas used to say. It's like poetry. It rhymes. You've got the the old forbidden door and the new forbidden door clashing. And I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with that. John, what do you kind of think of this this new Japan Noah uh, clash that's going on? As kind of a Noah newbie, <clears throat> got a little alliteration in there, you know. Nice. <laughs> uh, as a Noah newbie, I, I I am looking forward to your documentary so I can catch up on everything Noah. <laughs> uh, you're gonna finish it before January eighth, right? Here's the thing. I I am I am probably going to take the uh, the same approach that Chris Charlton is taking. There are people out there who have been they've been covering Noah for a while. In fact, Pro Wrestling Noah has done a very good job over the past like year and a half of building up an English language uh, Twitter and YouTube channel. And so, like the 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 sources are out there. I will I as we as we head towards January eighth, whether it's through the Patreon or through my Twitter, I will be pointing everyone in directions where they can find this stuff. But Love I am, it. I'm not going to completely overhaul my beat just because we're doing this shit. Like I, I've, I've cut. I know enough about Noah that I don't need to, I don't need to prime myself. I've, I've been keeping up with it, but I will make sure that everyone can, uh, can, can find the sources that I've been using to kind of keep up with it. But that makes it exciting for me because for me, some new talent. I mean, they're not all new to me, right? But yep. some new, some new talent. You know some new matchups I've never seen before. So I think, you know, for me, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of a big deal in a way that uh, I get to discover something new um, mm-hmm. and that's going to be tight because I think the way that NJPW works with other promotions is usually better than most do. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's going to be, it's going to fucking banger. Oh yeah. No. And it's because, and here's the thing is it's not, hot off, hot off Wrestle Kingdom. So, yep. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's not just hot off Wrestle Kingdom. It's part I mean, of Wrestle Kingdom. Don't, of Wrestle. don't, don't get me wrong. Wrestle, the nights one and two will be live on new Japan world with, with Wait, the like, Sorry, but how many days does it take? Like at what point is it no longer like at, night, at blah, the, blah, 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 Wrestle Kingdom. It's at like, the <laughs> end, at the end of, at the end of January 8th, it'll no longer be Wrestle Kingdom. That's, so, that's how it's working. It, it, Okay. It used to be like that, John. It used to be Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom, and then New Beginning. Yeah. Right. That just makes just like, sense. It makes sense. Right. It used to be like that. Now we're just going Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom, and Wrestle Kingdom. And Wrestle Kingdom. So, <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom Night 232. Maybe maybe uh, New Year's <laughs> if they sneak New Year's Dash in there, I will I will <laughs> I will golf clap over the, the ability to they probably are. Yeah, they're they're cramming that schedule airtight. I will I will parrot one note that uh that Tetsuya Naito brought up this morning after uh the the this morning's tag league. Naito was a little annoyed at the announcement, not because he doesn't like Noah, not because uh, uh of any not because he thinks Wrestle King is going to be too long. He just feels that we're in the middle of Best of Super Juniors. We're in the middle of World Tag League. They should be focusing on World Tag League. Like Naito basically went into the backstage comments going, "What the hell, guys? Everyone's talking about New Japan Noah while we're in the middle of a tournament, you know, killing ourselves for for these these trophies. You could have waited until the end of uh end of World Tag League. You still would have had a, like three or four weeks to promote it. Um, and so I I do you're I damn do right, Naito. Yeah, right? Yeah, you I did, damn right. 
that and like I, as excited as I am for the Noah and New Japan thing, as someone who's like my whole gig right now has been covering World Tag League and Best of Super Juniors, I'm like, God, guys, we're still we're still rolling here. Like, I'm glad everyone's reading the New Japan Noah article, but I just I've got results up. Come they're on, they're trying to. They're trying. I mean, I mean, it's it does feel it does feel a little rude, right? It's a little well, one. I I get it because I I if if the pandemic is truly over, I don't know if if next year's best of Super Juniors and World Tag League are going to be the dual tour. That you know they might be back to a normal schedule at some point. But but it's kind of nice the way it is this time, right? Yes, I mean, no, and I and I like it. But I just I do I do appreciate. It's less, it's, I, it's less confusing. It's a lot easier when you're trying to go back. Like if you're not watching it live, it is no. a lot. It makes it a lot easier to see. You know, if you just want to follow the tag or you undo the tag and then watch Best Super Juniors later, yep. it's a lot easier. Yes. No, absolutely. It, it definitely it definitely has a lot of added advantages. And that's that's, again, why I kind of I kind of agree with Naito of like, hang on with this announcement for just a little bit. Let these guys get there. It's like the juniors are usually kind of pushed off to the side because they don't get a lot of main events. The tag division's the same way. Let them have their month. Let them have their moment. Um, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about the flip side of that, right? Okay, yeah, bring it. Go for it. I just thought of this. It's even though I agree with Naito because yeah. um, everyone in Best of the Super Juniors and World Tag League are busting their ass to uh, give us like great matches. Yeah. Uh, but we also forgot to mention that like if you purchase the pay per view, uh, a little bit of the proceeds go to the Japan Red Cross. So yeah. if you announce it now, right? People over here in America would be like, oh, my God, that's so great. So let me buy it now. That money goes over. So it's a marketing ploy yep. to get that um, on up and rolling, you know, ahead of time. If they would have dropped it like at the end of like both of the competitions, it may or may not have worked out so well. So they decided to do it early just for like marketing purposes. But I and I, I get that if like there was a separate donation link, but you can only buy one pay-per-view. You know, what I mean? it's not it's yeah. not like people you, can be like, well, if the I finals the, during the finals, that's going to be the peak. Yep. No, and like, and I, I get, I was, I was going to bring up because we haven't addressed the fact that nights one and two of Wrestle Kingdom are on New Japan World. Night three is going to be presented by Abima on uh, pay per view, and then it will be available a week later on New Japan yeah. World. But the pay per view proceeds, a portion of that is going to the Japanese Red Cross. And no, I, I agree with you. It's good to get, it's good to get the ball rolling, but it's, it's not like, I, I don't see them adding more donations through this method like it might give people more time to buy the pay-per-view but it's not like people are going to buy three pay-per-views to give it to you know give money to the japanese red cross like you're you're buying your it's a one and done um and so that that is the kind of that is the one part where i'm like i don't know i it i i'm excited i'm very excited i didn't want to get into a whole business thing i just wanted to bring up naito's point this morning because it, it's an interesting point um but yeah it it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild wrestle kingdom it's gonna it world tag league is and best of super juniors have have been on fire right now it's it's the the road is heating up we are we're coming towards the end of the episode so one thing i do want to bring up before we start to to wrap up here is a situation that uh i i feel like changes a lot of the things i've said over the past like yeah yeah pretty much the entire history of the podcast now i'm looking at the timeline <laughs> kenny omega has been working not just hurt very hurt for like mm -hmm. six months it sounds like he's been dealing with vertigo in the ring since at least like 2018 so like i i kind of need everyone to to take their assessment of kenny omega's like past two years 
add the fact that he's apparently his shoulders are just wrecked like he's his body is screwed up he's ha- he's been wrestling with vertigo i got he's he's taken some time off vertigo? to it's it's when you can't necessarily stand up like it uh, it's it's a it it fucks like with dizziness. your balance it's, yeah it's, it's like it's okay. like a dizzy it's a it's a inner but, ear but it's a worse than balance it take like it, you feel like uh you ever like you like you like you fall backwards without expecting it mm-hmm. you feel that way when you're standing so then you try to like adjust but you obviously you end up falling over because you didn't need to adjust yep yeah um but, no it's but, the- but, but to me like that's valiant but also super dangerous. Yes. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not the it's not the safest thing, but it does change like like I said, it does it it changes a little bit when you consider that this dude has apparently been I mean, just working real real messed up for a little bit now. I'm glad he's going to be taking some time yeah. getting getting things back to back together. Uh he he has vacated the AAA uh world uh world championship, <laughs> their mega championship. So that's why they gave it to Hangman Page. <laughs> well yeah the tri- the, the aew oh, no. so, i feel like it was always supposed to be hangman pages moment in fact that's it, worse it, it sounds like time no i know and it sounds like omega like was was pretty hurt and just kind of sucked it up and went into that match and again Man. i i'm not a wrestler i can't i can't i can't say what kenny omega is and isn't comfortable with doing in the ring i can't say what his opponents are and aren't comfortable with it doesn't seem like the best idea it it does not, seem a it's, little it's, it's not the same as working when like uh, i got like a bum knee worst yeah. scenario uh you know I, I i tweak it you know if you have something like vertigo or epilepsy or anything that can that can mess up your equilibrium super fucking dangerous to be doing stunt work super yeah. fucking dangerous or any kind of fighting mm. or or anything in a way that's almost selfish um as opposed to uh, something you can only hurt yourself with, which is still, you know, whatever, do your work. Mm-hmm. Like you said, sometimes people got to work through that stuff and, or it'll never get better. And this is what you got to work with. That's fine. You got to put food on the table, but when it affects your performance in a way, and I'm not saying like, I'm not saying fuck Kenny or anything. Like I can't, I, like you said, we haven't done it. So we can't, we can't judge yeah. it. But to me, that's like, they, they wouldn't even let you work like certain regular jobs with, with vertigo like like safety like safety drops yes so to be putting like dudes up like for a power bomb and then all of a sudden you lose your equilibrium you're gonna drop them you know like i don't know it seems weird. yeah no it's i mean i'll i'll give a good example there's a, a very famous i'm not gonna give his name because it's you know this medical sure. stuff but there's a there's a famous improviser in chicago who everyone knows that like that he's one of the best like period god like one of the absolute best improvisers would have been on snl had it not been for the fact that he has vertigo because you can't trust that he's going to be able to go live, you know, like he, he could be sitting down and not able to, not able to get from the dressing room just if he gets an attack from it. Um, and so that it's, yeah, but this is why I wanted to, I, I kind of wanted to save it for the end because it is, it, it does. It hey, changes a lot. And on the heaviest thing. <laughs> well, it's not, the, it's not the heaviest thing. It's just that it, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to, pivot out of this you know what i mean it's hard to uh, it's, i got you i, got I like you. i like the best way to say it is just heal up rest up i hope everything's better yeah. with omega because not i i don't get me wrong I, I i agree with john that uh you know maybe wrestling with vertigo is something he should have should have addressed but i also i kind of feel for someone who felt that they were in the position to to work that hurt you know what i mean like if if you're not 
if you're if you're feeling that beat up i'm not i'm not saying wrestlers shouldn't work hurt if they can feel it but if if i've seen now the videos of him working with the chiropractor i've seen it like this man he needs some rest and i hope he gets it i hope he rests yeah. up i hope he i hope he heals up like i i hope he comes back from this quite frankly like yeah, it sounds I, I like his body's not, real messed up i would not um, wish on anybody any well maybe like one person but we that's just personal not I, here wouldn't, or there. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish on anybody to, yeah. to have any kind of thing that stops them from doing what they love yeah as long as that thing that they and love we, is something like wrestling not murder or something but yeah we talked about this i think uh about a podcast or two ago mm-hmm. ross where where um we saw what everybody can see in in our matches with tenzon yep the way he walks and there's that is not to take away from Kenny because I wouldn't want that for anybody either. No. And I hope he does get back uh, on his feet and get going again. But that is uh, a daily life in a wrestler's life here. Mm-hmm. And we are all dealing with things. But it's you, we do it because we want to. Is that mm-hmm. that choice? We have problems. There's problems that a lot of wrestlers have that you guys don't know. But we make that choice to get up every day. And come into that ring and still do our job because we love we like fuck all that yep. and like we still love we love what we're doing you know i'm not gonna go sit home and do nothing and and you know i'm, I'm gonna keep doing this i'm not gonna let something stop me and, and i could understand the point of where kenny was when he made the decision to still come in that ring and still perform for you guys he loves it Mm-hmm. And he still did a spectacular job these past what, couple of years. And so uh, th- I think this is just letting you guys uh, more aware of what we go through yeah. on a daily basis. So, so that's look at Tanahashi. Tanahashi has been 20 years in the game, still a top guy. Yeah. I mean, it's look at Taker, right? When Taker, mm-hmm. you see him behind the scenes, he's like barely walk, can't barely walk. Mm-hmm. But when he walks through that gate, Man, you couldn't tell. He yep. still moves. It's just every day for a wrestler. And I think, uh, you know, that's uh, um, for you guys to uh, be aware and just be aware, I think, of that and, and have more. Uh, I don't know. No, you, because, you're right. You know, more, oh, em- <laughs> more empathy is very important. That is that is why I wanted to, to bring this up, because like the past couple of years, I have I, I've said good things about Omega. I've said bad things about Omega. But frankly, now that we are in hindsight, now that we're at the point where he's he's gone through two years of wrestling with Vertigo, no one's been hurt. Like no one at no point has any has he screwed anything up. Yeah, and, and if so everybody I think that, he's working with knows about yeah. it, right? Exactly. No, know, I mean that's fair game. I get it. Like you yep. get in the ring with somebody and you know that they may need help at some. Are point. they getting paid top dollar? <laughs> I don't know. Are they getting paid top but, dollar? No, but and and now here's yeah. that. And, <laughs> and, and this nah, and, yeah, you're right. top you're right. dollar. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And right. and this is we can still say what we want to say. Yeah. <laughs> because you made the decision to get in knowing. Yeah. So yeah. you're we are able to say it, yet we do understand the situation. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, and still you know, for us, we watch it for entertainment, but the truth is that you guys do it for, for for the love at great expense, yep. you know, no money I, 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 and the money. Well, and sorry, money. I meant I meant great expense <laughs> to, the, to the company. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, <laughs> but but what I'm, I guess what I, what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, for us, it's a t-shirt. 
It's a good time. You know, it's the best hour of our life sitting there going, wow, look at that. That guy did a flip. And at the end of the day, when that guy fucking lands, he's like, oh, God, my life is over. I feel this in my fucking legs for the rest of my life. Yep. But to us, we're like, oh, wow, that was great, man. Do it again. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tomorrow you want to see it again on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And do it. That's the other thing with like pay-per-views. You do that shit Sunday. And then the next day you have to, you, you didn't have time to work through that. You yep. know, you might put some Tiger Bomb on it if you're lucky, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I will I will say this on uh, Kenny because Kenny is like one of my favorite wrestlers. And um, I'm glad that I got to like meet him in 2018 at the at the big event. Um, but just to hear that he was going through vertigo since like 2018, mm-hmm. like part of me was disappointed that I was like, bro, you could have like something bad could have fucking happened and then like you know what the hell um but luckily like no one got hurt luckily like the vertigo didn't turn into something more like serious and he had to like vacate everything early and then just hearing all that i'm like oh so this is why like your thano storyline like didn't really work out like okay cool so now i know that you were dealing with this but at the same time like wrestlers are very special people they like love what they do. And I totally appreciate every single thing that like they do for this business. Um, you know, and then sometimes it's kind of hard to like take a step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause a lot of things go into, you know, mental health of like, if I take a step back, I may not get my spot again, or like, I may not, you know, be the top performer. And then that's when like things start going bad or whatever. So like, it's, it's a, it's a toll that like, I understand what these guys are going through. But then again, like <laughs> now that Kenny is um, out of the title picture, gave up the AAA belt, um, I need him to take all the rest that he needs. Yep. Um, I do not want him to come back like within six months. <laughs> if he comes back within six months, someone better take him home. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, if we think about it now, the whole wrestling landscape has changed because now Kenny's out of the game. Abushi's out of the game. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I want both of them to take as much time as they need to, like, heal. If yep. any of them comes back early, someone better take their ass home. Yep. Yeah. No, and that's, it, uh, that's apparently how they were with, uh, since we're, I'll, I'll tie Noah into this. Go Shiyazaki is one of the main guys in Noah right now. Hasn't been around for a while. He's been dealing with that arm injury since the end of his last uh, title, uh, his last title reign. And so there's there's a lot of guys right now who just, they need that break i will stay statistically there's no way kenny omega is the only wrestler wrestling with vertigo in the history of wrestling like there have there have probably been some others the way that uh 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 head injuries and stuff like that go so like I, that's that's the other thing is i don't want to i don't want to put too much on omega for being like hey why are you why are you why are you working hurt for two years because he he put on some spectacular work considering the yeah. uh the state that he was in and and again, like I said, now that it's hindsight 2020, I got to applaud him for for taking care of himself, taking care of others in that state specifically. Um, and so rest up, heal up. I hope he comes up. I hope he comes back at 200 percent, however long that takes. Yeah. Um, yes. Indeed. Well, on, on that note, folks, this this has been another delightful hour on Thomas Island. We will be back the same time next week but before we head out john where can people find you if you want them to find you all right listen if you're looking to get catfished uh <laughs> jesus don't cat <laughs> don't catfish no. anyone oh, all right. 
no, no, no catfishing. I'm at Seth Rollins 319. No, you're not. No, he's not. No, 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 uh, and, um, you know, it, it, it don't, don't fall for DMS. Uh, always check for that check mark. As, as the son of two lawyers, let me just remind you that the thoughts and statements by John LaVale are the <laughs> sole, the sole opinion and statements of John LaVale do not represent the Man, opinions that- of the Thomas Island podcast. He is not Seth Rollins. We are a, why, we are an above why board. Is it, why is it everything I'm involved in already has boilerplate ready to protect themselves from me? <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer's kid. I've got boilerplates ready. They just, they, that's how they sent me out into the world was with a stack of forms and a couple hey, of Ross, how come we never do that with me, man? You just let me fly out the handle. Because you're in JPW's problem, you, man. They got their you, own lawyers. Because you haven't cat, yeah, you haven't catfished anyone yet. Uh, <laughs> That we know of. If if you've started, we'll talk off air. Uh, Marie, where can, where can people find you if you want them to find you? All right. So you can find me on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows. And then you can also help out my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Marie shadows. Awesome. Awesome. And Tom, and Tom, of course, where where hey, do you want you people to find, find me, you? Uh, Tama underscore Tonga on Twitter and the good bad guy on uh, Tama Tonga on Instagram. Hell yeah. And obviously you can find all of the Thomas Island stuff that you need at your fingertips at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Thomas Island if you want to hop onto that Islander tier, subscribe, maybe get the podcast a little early and join us for some happy hours. There's been, boy howdy, has there been a lot to talk about in these happy hours lately. Uh, as, as John said in the, the pre-email, this business just keeps on giving. So yeah, <laughs> Patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Uh, head on over there. We'll be back, like I said, next week on twitch.tv backslash Thomas Island. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to everyone listening. You can find me at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, at Ross Berman IV on Instagram, and rossberman.bandcamp.com for all of your folk, blues, and gospel needs. I don't Whatever my genre is. It's I don't baby, even know what this is. Maybe making point. music is what it is. <laughs> you know maybe the, the next album's baby making music for the most part i've been doing that jimmy crack corn shit you know hey, the, hey, don't, the, don't judge me for what i find sensual and true you might it's entirely possible there are people out there making babies to set my body free in which case don't, don't tell me about it just have fun uh all right folks when before this gets too weird thank you again we will see you all next week take care of yourselves and have a good week Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.